Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Tom, looks like you still haven't addressed the background issue. You've just gone with a plain door again. I've had a full week to sort it out. I've literally not done anything. That's okay, mate. It's Christmas. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, apologies to any audio listeners. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we are in the second week of doing our video pod. So uh, yep. a little bit of visual banter for you. But I'm yeah, sure and, uh, you've gone for the Venice kit. Is Venezia. That... I've been a, a fan my whole life since 2019, I think. Uh, <laughs> so fully jumping on the bandwagon. And even though it looks like you've gone for a uh, George Biazda black T-shirt, I think that's the Dortmund blackout, is it not? It is. It is. Nice. I still think you're going to win the kit poll on Twitter again this week. <laughs> I, I, I would be disappointed if I lose a single one of them. But yeah, I managed to get the win last week. At least I won something because my treble didn't win, unfortunately, and neither did yours. Mine actually... Yeah. Went down to a double and unfortunately still didn't win. No, yeah, nor did mine. Um, so we'll cover those later on in the show. As ever, this this podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Matchbook and they have improved their sign-up offer for us as well, which is fantastic. So uh, you can now get a £20 money back as cash uh, if you sign up to Matchbook using the, using the sign-up code TFB podcast, place a bet, on a single odds of over 1.8. Uh, and if that bet is £20 and it loses, and then you get your £20 back. So you can risk-free try Matchbook at matchbook.com. Uh, well worth checking out. 100%. Yeah, uh, lovely to see that they've increased the value of that welcome offer. And we thank them for their support uh, of the show. Tom, I think it's going to be a bit of a mixed bag by the time the podcast is released. We're currently losing games left, right and centre. We can only go off what's in front of us at the moment. And obviously, most of the Premier League looks like it's going to survive Boxing Day. But the lower you go down, it seems like the more games are getting called off. So I suppose we just got to got to work with what we've got right now and, and hope it's in date by the time the pod's released. Yeah, so this is Wednesday evening. We're recording on the 22nd. So yeah, we'll, as Tom says, we'll do what we can. We'll cover the games we've got. Hopefully the games we pick for our travels in particular won't get called off, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but we'll start with the Prem. Then we'll move into the Champ League 1, League 2 like normal. Uh, Premier League, though, as you mentioned, nothing called off, I believe, as of right now. No, nothing at the moment. Touch wood. Touch wood. Touch all the wood. So You, can touch the, door, the you can touch the door behind you if you want. <laughs> On the table that I'm sat at. <laughs> um, okay, right. So Liverpool against Leeds kicks us off in the Prem. 1.16 are the odds for Liverpool. 9.6 for the draw and 22.0 for Leeds. Uh, you can understand why the odds are what they are. You'd think Liverpool should get a, a comfortable win here. No losses in nine consecutive games. Uh, at the time of recording, Leeds no wins in the last four and we've seen they've struggled in recent weeks as well, haven't we? Uh, 4-1 loss last time out against Arsenal. 7-0 before that to City. 3-2 uh, to Chelsea again before that. So they're shipping a lot of goals at the moment. And I think if you're shipping a lot of goals, Liverpool away is not a place you want to be visiting. 
yeah, last week I mentioned they hadn't beaten any of the top seven. Uh, and obviously with the Arsenal result coming in, that is still well and truly alive. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely miles off it. As I mentioned uh, in the Arsenal game as well, obviously it's going to be different being away from home, but you know, early goal goes in for Liverpool. I think the fans, a, a certain section of the fans are starting to get a bit restless with what they're seeing. Uh, maybe it will uh, be the case again and, and it could end up being 3-4-5, this one. Yeah. Very comfortable win for Liverpool. Yeah, I like on Matchbook um, any other home win priced at 2.42. So, um, again, we mentioned this last week, but any other home win on Matchbook kind of covers Liverpool to score four and beyond. So, if Liverpool win 3-1, 3-2, 2-1, 2-0, whatever, the bet won't win. But if they do win 4-0, 4-1, 5-0, etc., etc., then the bet will win. So anything 4-0 and, and better for Liverpool um, basically gets that, that one in. So up next, we've got Wolves against Watford. Wolves are priced at 1.89. The draw's 3.6 and Watford are 4.8. Do you like either of these two sides in particular to get the win? Yeah, I, I've got lots of Wolves um, tips here. I'm calling this, Tom, I'm calling this the under-the-radar derby. I think right, okay. I think Wolves are under-the-radar good and are doing really well. And I think Watford are under-the-radar bad for me. Uh, I'm happy to take Wolves on the nose, 1.89. I also think you'll be able to get Wolves and under 2.5. That's priced at a massive 4.2 uh, with our partners at Matchbook. Yeah, Watford under the radar, really. They've lost every game since they uh, beat Manu and obviously cost Ollie his job. Uh, that's four in a row and five of the last six. Uh, they do seem to be able to score, credit to them, but they're conceding an absolute hatful. And Wolves are watertight, Tom. They've got a better defensive record than Liverpool and the third best overall in the Premier League this season. Man City first and Chelsea second with Wolves tucked in nicely behind them. Uh, Wolves three points off a European spot, although when I was doing my research, I realised I don't really know where you have to finish to get a Conference League position. So I base that on the Europa League. <laughs> Maybe they're yeah. in a Conference League spot right now. Not sure. Anyway, they're three points off the top six. That's a good way of putting it. And yeah, again, to, to reiterate, kind of going under the radar after a, a sticky start. I feel like this season in particular, uh, people that you know are on Twitter, do podcasts, whatever you want to call our kind of people, feel like a, a lot of people are hanging on the way that teams have started. And I feel like Wolves are getting tarnished with this kind of, or oh, they're not that good because they had a tough start. That was ages ago, and now they're doing really well. So, yeah, I'm happy to take uh, the old gold here. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Burnley Everton then up next 2.56 for Burnley, 3.25 for the draw, and 3.25 again for Everton. Oh, god, this one's a bit of a pig of a game for me, anyway. Um, Burnley no wins in five, not scored in three consecutive games. Uh, Everton one win in 11. So You've got two sides who are really in no sort of form whatsoever here. Um, both very untrustworthy if you're going for anything on the nose. 
Um, word on the street, Calvert-Lewin might be back for Everton in this game as well. But for me, no bet. All I want for Christmas, Tom, are two pins so I can stick it in my eyes when this game comes on. <laughs> uh, under 2.5, 1.65. So it's a bit of a tight price, but I completely understand why. And I've got some stats that I've researched to read out to kind of back that up. Everton, joint fourth lowest scorers away from home. Burnley, joint third lowest scorers at home. Burnley, joint fourth best defensive record at home. And Turf Moor is the third most boring stadium this season to watch football in the Premier League. Can you, Tom, uh, in 10 seconds or less, name the other two more boring stadiums than Turf Moor this season? Ooh. Goodison Park. Nope. Uh, St Mary's. Nope. Carrow Road. Nope. Uh, <laughs> right, that's it. Your guesses are up. Molyneux and the Amex. Yeah, okay, yeah. So well, once I read them out, it's, it's pretty obvious, but you're yeah. on the right track. But yeah. basically, all that together ends with under 2.5, I think, at 1.65. Okay, cool. Right, let's look at the next game then. Thank God there's more games at three o'clock than just that one. Uh, Man City against Leicester up next. 1.21 for City. Uh, Leicester 17.0 and the draw is 8.4. You'd think, unless you think different, I think Man City should definitely get a comfortable win here. Really starting to motor on on this city. They've built like a nice little cushion at the top of the league following Chelsea and Liverpool drawing um, over the weekend. And yeah, I think Manchester City to win and both teams to score could be something that we see. City have been scoring plenty of goals, scored seven, as we mentioned, against Leeds. Uh, last weekend, scored four away at Newcastle, as you'd well expect. Uh, but Leicester, you know, capable of scoring. They put four past Newcastle, two against Napoli in the uh, Europa League. Uh, they've scored in every single game they've played since their uh, Premier League defeat against Arsenal, which is six games ago. And I think the odds for that are pretty nice. So... 2.62 for Man City to win and both teams to score. If you just fancy both teams to score, it's 2.1. So two fairly good prices there, and I think they'll both come in. I could see City winning 3-1, 4-1, something like that. Leicester's defence is a real worry against Man City, real worry. Yeah, I'm I'm huge on, obviously, the price for City to win on the nose. You know, it doesn't really entice me, and, and, I, and I understand why it's so short. They're, they're just in a, another league at the moment. It was looking like it was going to be a three-horse race for the title. It still might be, right? It still might be. But Chelsea really struggling at the moment. We'll get on to them shortly. Liverpool doing well, but just Man City just look like they're in an absolute another stratosphere at the moment. The options are... I mean, they're selling Ferran Torres in January and like, it doesn't affect them one bit really it really doesn't affect them and that and that's crazy because you're looking at a start in spanish number nine winger whatever you're talking about so yeah, yeah um big on city both teams to score maybe i feel like tom i feel like city don't get that much credit they do have the best defense in the league 
I don't. Yeah. I feel like defensively they don't get as much credit because obviously we want to talk about Foden, Mares, Bernardo Silva, all those guys. But uh, yeah, they, they've been really tight this season. So yeah. I'm not as hot on it as you are. But I think if you're going to try and get any value from it, of course, that's the option to go down rather than City on the nose. Cool. Okay, Norwich Arsenal then. Norwich 8.0 for the win. The draw 5.0 and Arsenal 1.46 favourites. Um, Arsenal, I know you're pretty big on Arsenal this week. I completely agree. Uh, they've won four on the bounce. Norwich have lost uh, three on the bounce. No wins in five now. Kind of Dean Smith's honeymoon period. Seems to have worn off. They've not scored a goal in the last three either. Um, you know, I like this Arsenal side. Young, vibrant, exciting at times. Struggle against the, the bigger teams, but certainly against a team like Norwich, you'd expect them to to get three points fairly easily. Do you agree? Yeah, I totally agree, mate. I'm uh, big on Arsenal. And yeah, I think Dean Smith... This is what happens if you go for your honeymoon in uh, Norwich, I think. You have maybe <laughs> one, one good day and then it's followed by disappointment. Arsenal, they've won four in a row. Uh, I think probably one of the best things about Arsenal right now is that their captain has been stripped of the captaincy, dropped, and no one's talking about it because Martinelli has come in and, and been even better than Aubameyang this season. And it's been... Absolutely seamless. And if you have a look at the goals, Tom, Pookie's got five this season. Their next top scorer is Grant Hanley with one. Martinelli, Smith Rowe, Odegaard and Saka have scored 14 between them. And that's the starting four typically. Smith Rowe obviously in and out, uh, but that's typically the starting four. And it, it, they're absolutely miles ahead of, as you said, Tom, kind of the, the mid-table to... To bottom feeders, Arsenal are going to absolutely eat them up all season. We're still talking about a team in Norwich that have won one home game this season. Uh, they're, they're going to be nowhere near Arsenal uh, at the weekend. 1.46. I've seen worse prices. Yep, agreed. Uh, right. <clears throat> Next three o'clock game. I love Boxing Day. How many three o'clock games? Yeah, it's class. Brilliant. It's a That's good throwback. Best. Yeah, best day for me um, at, the, at the Football League calendar boxing day it's a shame covid's kind of messing all up this year but yeah. yeah opening day last game of the season they're always good but boxing day is special yeah it is uh okay spurs palace and this is an interesting one spurs are 1.8 for the win the draws 3.85 palace of 5.0 um and spurs as we saw last weekend against liverpool drawing to all excellent result Seem to be picking up some decent form now under Conte. Um, they've not lost in the last five consecutive games. I I get why they're 1.8, but there's always something about Palace which makes me think they can surprise. So I am hesitant to go for Spurs, even though their form is good and they're playing really good stuff under Conte. It's just there's a, there's a little niggly thing about Palace that, that kind of makes me worry. I know Palace beat Man City as well, didn't they, earlier in the season when nobody expected them to. So they've just got that thing about them, which means they could surprise. But yeah, I'm going to sit on the fence for this one and, and say no bet. But is there anything you fancy? No, no, nothing, mate. I can't trust either of them. I'm still trying to work out if 
I mean, Palace have won one away from home all season. Mm. So, but I don't think that's a fair reflection of how they've been doing. And I'm not ready to, to go against someone so wildly unpredictable. And yeah, Spurs, I'm just still working them out. I need a bit more time before I start backing them uh, at short prices, to be honest with you. I'd rather go, f- I mean, I'm not saying this in any kind of uh, North London rivalry or all, but I- I'd rather back Arsenal at the price yeah. they are um, than the price that you're getting with Tottenham at the moment. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Fair enough. Um, West Ham Saints then Southampton 1.93 for West Ham to get the win 3.8 for the draw 4.3 for Southampton do you fancy either of these two to get the victory yeah West Ham 1.9 this is not going to be easy West Ham are not playing their best stuff uh, Southampton they're, they're the uh, they're the draw merchants <laughs> in the league this season 8 in 17 so this is not going to be straightforward for West Ham. But Southampton, on the flip side, haven't won their last six. I think West Ham are too good to struggle for much longer. Uh, Antonio wasn't involved midweek against Tottenham. Maybe he'll be fit for the weekend. Jared Bowen played down the middle. He's not. I think he's got COVID, mate. I think he's... Well, uh, he's definitely not out. playing then. Yeah. Well, even, even so, Bowen started down the shoot midweek, got himself a goal. There's, there's still enough in that West Ham team. Obviously, Antonia adds a lot, but uh, there's there's still more than enough. And Southampton, joint fourth lowest scorers on the road this season. Just eight scored away from home. They they love playing at St. Mary's. And yeah, West Ham, 1.9. Uh, you can either keep going against them and thinking that their season's going to fizzle out, or you can kind of take my uh, angle on this and think that they're too good to struggle for much longer, they'll turn it round. And Southampton at home is is a really good opportunity to do so. Yeah, definitely. Southampton's just one win away from home all season, so they do struggle away. Um, I just look at West Ham and I see that 3-2 win against Chelsea at home, 3-2 win against Liverpool at home, one in against Spurs. So they've, they've knocked off some top, top sides um, at home this season. So, you know, you'd think they've got enough to beat beat Southampton surely um, but Villa Chelsea then rounds us up actually no it doesn't there's a game at 8 o'clock uh, the 5.30 on Boxing Day is Villa Chelsea 5.6 for Villa 3.85 for the draw and 1.74 for Chelsea I'm not sure here I don't trust Chelsea anymore <laughs> absolutely do not trust them rumours that Tuchel could be coming under a little bit of pressure Bloody um, hell. From the hierarchy I've seen. I don't know whether that's just nonsense on social media, but um yeah, yeah, they've not they've not been great recently, have they? They've lost a bit of ground in the in the league, but come on, it's just two draws, you know, one win in the last <laughs> four. Um it's hardly a, a massive, massive crisis. But yeah, I I don't trust Chelsea at one point seven four to to beat Villa. No, neither do I, mate. I think if you dig even a little bit deeper, Chelsea's form, they've won two of their last six, a 3-2 home win against Leeds, who everybody else is battering at the moment. So that doesn't exactly look great. And then they beat Watford, who I think are, are quite a bad team, actually, with just one or two players capable of, uh, of good moments. Uh, so you take those away, that's... No wins in six. I, I know people will say, oh, you can't take wins away. 
But what I'm trying to say is they are possibly through two of the three worst teams in the league at the moment for a Newcastle in there. Uh, so, yeah, Chelsea, absolutely not backable at the moment. Villa, clearly dangerous. Yeah. Finally then, um, Brighton against Brentford rounds off Boxing Day. This is the eight o'clock game. Brighton, a price at 2.0, 3.35 for the draw and 4.2 for Brentford. And I don't trust either of these. I'm not sure, to be honest, but I'll take a watch in brief. But one thing that I would say that Brighton haven't won in 12 consecutive games and Brentford could be decent as an outside bet at 4.2. Um, you know, the form that Brighton are on, which isn't great, you know, they're, they're stealing a few late goals recently to get draws. Um, I just look at, look at the 4.2 for Brentford, and I'm not tipping them to win, but I look at it and think, as an outsider, it's not a bad price. It wouldn't surprise me if they would. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, to be honest with you, I saw this game and didn't type out one letter of research because <laughs> I looked at it, I clicked on the game, and, and I just, it turned me off straight away. That absolutely, I've got no idea where this is going to land. But, Tom, I take what you're saying. Brighton been really poor. Similar to, similarly to Leeds, if there's an early goal, you know, for, for Brentford or whatever, fans might start to get a bit disappointed. Remember, they did boo Graham Potter not long ago and he did not like it. So. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So maybe <laughs> that might happen again. Uh, okay, Monday then, we've got one game on the uh, the 27th of December, Newcastle at home to Man United. 7.0 for Newcastle to get the win, 4.7 for the draw and 1.52 for Manchester United. Um, surely Man U are going to win here. Um, I'm quite comfortable backing anybody almost in the league against Newcastle at the moment, um, especially one of the top teams kind of revitalised a bit under Ralph Ranick. Uh, 1.52 doesn't look too bad a price for Man United because they should get a comfortable win here. Where do you want me to start? Do you want me to start with Newcastle, one win in 18? How can you back them? How can you possibly give me an argument to say that they're going to get anything from this game? Uh, I've also got a note here that asks, if you've ever played football manager and you've got a team that you really don't like, and you're just smashing spacebar to get to the January transfer window, and they're a game. The games are inconvenient to you. That's how I feel the Newcastle situation is right now. They just want to get to January, reassess, see if they can strengthen, and this game is inconvenient to them. Uh, or I can read out the fact that they've got the worst defense in the league, forty-one conceded. Tom, you keep talking about. Leeds and how they've conceded seven, etc. Newcastle's defence is five worse than Leeds, who have lost seven nil uh, this season. That Newcastle are a complete joke, and they're going to be playing in the Championship next season unless something drastically happens. Yeah, rubbish. 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 I love rubbish. the analogy. Just smashing the <laughs> Get me to January. Just get me to January. Get, I need game and yeah. yeah I need I need Kieran Clark off the payroll now yeah. <laughs> right okay so that rounds up the Premier League let's just take a moment to talk about our good sponsors at matchbook.com 
Yeah, really want to thank Matchbook again for their continued support of the pod. Uh, we're absolutely loving working with them this season. And as Tom said at the top of the show, they've extended their offer. Uh, so it used to be a 15 quid uh, money back as cash uh, offer if your first bet lost. Now they've raised that up to 20. It's like a Christmas bonus almost. Uh, so yeah, there's a few terms and, and conditions. It's for new customers only. Obviously, uh, just with the whole show, you have to be over 18, etc. Um, so please check that out. You'll be supporting Matchbook, who have been great to us, and you'll be supporting the podcast. And you'll find yourself immersed in quite a quality experience. So I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so something else I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend is going for Nottingham Forest on the double chance on Boxing Day in their game against Middlesbrough. Um, you like that one, Tom? No. Promotion season underway? Yes. HMS, HMS Pistol League is set sail for the Reds? <coughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> just not this weekend. I, I think no, you're doing a massive disservice to what yeah, is... Wilder's done at Borough so far. Yeah, yeah, but this is why I've gone for double chance. Right, 1.7 for Forest or draw. Um, as has been... Kind of, uh, I think, well circulated, and we mentioned it last week. Forest are top of the championship form table over the course of the last, well, 16 games now. An excellent come from behind win uh, against Hull last weekend. Uh, Steve Cooper, just one loss in his, what, 15 games in charge now. Uh, we're going great. We're in seventh. And I appreciate Chris Wilder's come into Middlesbrough, really kind of sorted them out, got them moving in the right direction as well. But... One, this run that Forrest are on, I think, you know, we're really on to something at the moment. We've really got some momentum and that's why I don't think we're going to lose. And also our, our away form, we've got the third best away record in the league. Um, that's only worse than Bournemouth and Fulham by literally three points in the away league table. Um, so we tend to travel better than we do play at home. So last time out away from home, put four past Swansea, uh, which is an excellent result. I, I think again another outside of Forest on the nose are, are a good price. They're a good price, but double chance. I could definitely see this one being a draw. Definitely could see it being a draw. So one point seven for Forest or a draw is where I'm going to go. I can I can see draw. I'll, I'll give you that. I can see draw. Uh, three five two against three five two normally ends in quite a turgid kind of. Mm. rubbish game which normally ends in a draw so yeah i can see that but uh forest on the nose you need to put that beer down i think <laughs> uh fulham i'm back in fulham this weekend 1.42 1. 1.42 uh they are short let's be honest but uh it's wildly documented it's absolutely all over every podcast and every twitter account you can imagine uh, talking about how bad Fulham and Bournemouth have been recently. But Fulham, uh, I think besides Barnsley, Tom, Birmingham at home, I think is the is the match that everyone wants at the moment. Um, mm. They've been absolutely yeah. grim. They're showing zero signs of life. And until Chong is back, I'm not going anywhere near them to, to back them to win any match. Fulham yeah. have been poor, but they've only failed to, to win once in their last six. Lots of draws in there, lots of fine margins. If you play this game 10 times, Fulham win it 
at least eight or nine, at least. It's just going to take one little moment, one game, Fulham will click back into gear. I still think they're going to win the league. I don't see why Birmingham at home should give me a red flag because it doesn't. No, you think if this is a game where you're going to get back to winning ways, it's a fantastic one for Fulham, isn't it? It's, yeah. If they didn't win this, I'd be getting really worried about them. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, if they don't win this, especially if they lose, I'll be like, whoa, something's going on. Going but, on? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm happy to back him still. Yeah, no, they should definitely get, get a win here. Um, I think Blackburn away at Hull could turn out to be potentially price of the weekend, 2.4 for Blackburn to get the win. And I, like with Forest against Middlesbrough, I appreciate that Hull are on a decent run of form until they encountered Forest, of course, last weekend. Um, but before that, they're on a really good run of form. Uh, but I just think it's crazy that I'm going to say that Blackburn are three points off top. Like if you rewind a month or six weeks ago, and I was you if if I said to you then, in four weeks' time we'd say that Blackpool Blackburn are, are three points off top, you'd, you'd laugh me out of the building. Um, but yeah, they they've had a really good run of form. Uh, no losses in seven games, won five in a row, not conceded in in either either of those five wins either. So yeah, you got Big Ben banging them at the top. They're keeping it tight at the back. Uh, yeah, 2.4 away at Hull, who are okay. But, you know, this could be a, a case of levels, right? Blackburn are, are on fire right now. They've got the most informed striker in the league right now in Brereton Diaz. Um, so 2.4 looks like a really good price to me for Blackburn to get another win. Yeah, I also think that's potentially price of the weekend. It's going to make my next tip look even worse because it's uh, priced at 1.2. Oh, the uh, hell. It's, uh, is, this it's, a tip? is this a tip at 1.2? Kind of. It's uh, Derby West Brom under 2.5. So you can see how Matchbook uh, feel like this game is going to go. Uh, West Brom are absolutely fine until the final third and they just can't score. Hugo is becoming like somewhat of a joke like he's getting booed by his own fans uh, he's getting laughed at by his own fans and you know Grant is being playing out wide Robinson can't play down the middle the, the goals are just not going in and forget points deductions forget all that stuff Derby have still played the same amount of games as everyone else and they've got the second worst attack in the league I don't think they're the second worst team but they've got the second worst attack they're relying on kids or the return of someone like Sam Baldock, who is just not good enough at this level anymore. And uh, just the cherry on top of that, Tom, did you know West Brom have the best defence in the championship this season? No. They've conceded just 17. they got the best record in the league defensively, which I didn't know until about three hours ago. No. Um, but yeah. This all points towards under 2.5. And yeah, it's priced at 1.2. Wow. 1.2. That's what Matchbook and uh, the rest of the the bookies that we shall not name uh, feel about this game. And I totally agree. Okay. Um, I've got one more for the champ. Uh, 
Sheffield United on the double chance. So loving the double chance here, aren't we? Mm. Uh, 1.36. Again, not the biggest price in the world. But for Sheffield United to at least draw away at Preston, I think it's something which we can get. And I appreciate Ryan Lowe has come into Preston, um, won his first game in charge, could potentially be a little bit of a new manager bounce going on there. But the bounce, speak about new manager bounce, Paul Heckingbottom is like on a bloody trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) They've had four wins um, in the last five since he uh, took over, including that really good 1-0 away at Fulham at the weekend or Monday night, whenever it was. Uh, so, yeah, for that reason alone, for their strong form more so than anything Preston side, um, I think Sheffield United can at least get a draw because confidence is very high there at the moment with their recent results. All I can visualise is Paul Heckingbottom, Morgan Gibbs-White and Billy Sharp on a trampoline. <laughs> just, uh, just having a cracking time. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm totally with you, mate. I uh, looked at that game, almost went for Sheffield United on the nose. I agree mm. with you regarding Ryan Lowe. I think, yeah, sure, like, feel-good factor, blah, 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 whatever. I think Sheffield United are, are looking too good for uh, average at best Preston team. Just throwing out an outside, outside travel now, right, just off the top of my head. Ooh. Blackburn at 2.4, Forest at 3.95, and Sheffield United at 2.44. Wow, three, of the, three of the informed teams in the championship, all away from home, all big prices. That, all tough games. All tough games. I'll be the devil's advocate and say all tough games, but I get yeah. what you're saying. Worth yeah. a fiver, maybe? Worth even two quid. I'll get you some good, decent back off a couple of quid. Love it. Boxing, yeah. Boxing Day fun day. Exactly. Any more from uh, League? Not even League. What is it? Championship for you? <clears throat> no. Um, you have segued nicely, though, into League mm-hmm. One. Excellent. I want to I talk about my boys, Rotherham. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.7. Last week, for people that listen or watch now regularly, uh, you will know that I said, I don't care where Rotherham play whether they're home or away, who they're playing against, what their form is. I'm not bothered. I'm back in Rotherham. So I I can't then one week later say that I don't fancy him uh, away at Accrington Stanley. Um, It's similar to the the kind of the Blackburn game, Tom. Stanley are dangerous and they can beat Rotherham. Cambridge last week pushed Rotherham all the way and only lost to like a really nice counter-attack goal. Uh, for a win for the Millers. Stanley are are so... Tom, I was doing my research. They are mid-table on every metric I can find. Home record, away record. Surprise me. (laughs) Goals scored, goals conceded. And this shows to me that they are basically a coin flip team. So I've got a coin flip team on one side and by far and away the best League One team uh, on the other. So... I'm going to back that Stanley don't guess the coin toss, correct? And Rotherham go there and get a comfortable win. But, you know, Stanley do win the toss and they do turn up. Then it might be a draw or, or maybe even a Stanley win. They're just, they're wildly unpredictable. Uh, but I know Rotherham are nicely predictable. And I know even on a bad day, they're going to give me a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely see that one, definitely. I feel like now... 
you know, you have in League Two, you look for Forest Green Rovers. Now in League One, you look for Rotherham. Where are yeah. they? Tipping. <clears throat> Boom. Um, right, another team for me <clears throat> at the top of League One who should get a comfortable win this weekend. Uh, Wigan away at Crew. Wigan are priced at 1.58. Pretty decent price, I think, considering Wigan in second. Crew propping up the league. They're in 24th. Uh, Wigan have won seven of the last eight away league games. They drew the other one away at Cambridge. You know, they scored at least two goals in all of those away games as well. So they scored at least two in the last eight away league games. Um, certainly can't see them conceding two or more against bottom of the league crew if they if they keep up that trend. Uh, no losses in 12 games overall across all competitions for Wigan either. So... Lots of favourable stats here for Wigan. Uh, not a bad price considering at 1.58, they should get a comfortable win here. I could see a 2-0, 3-0, something like that. Yeah, very comfortable. Kind of leaps off the page, doesn't yeah. it, when you're, uh, when you're picking your selections. Uh, I feel for crew, but uh, we're, we're not in the business for feeling sorry for teams, Tom. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're here to back winners. Uh, I am looking to back a winner at 2.44. Uh, so that makes up for my 1.2. Uh, we're looking at Fleetwood. Fleetwood at home against Shrewsbury. So this is about Shrewsbury. This is not not as much about Fleetwood, who are your kind of standard between bottom and mid-table kind of team. They've got a couple of, uh, a couple of relegation fears, but they, they shouldn't really go down. And since uh, Stephen Craney came in, they've done really well. And they're playing against the Shrewsbury side with the second worst record on the road in the league. They have yielded two points all season. That's Ooh. it. Two points. Shocking. Uh, and then, so I was already sold on that. And then I was looking at uh, their recent results. They lost 1-0 away at Doncaster Rovers two games ago that rubber stamp wax sealed uh, the tip for me like if they can go away and lose against Doncaster they can go away and lose to Fleetwood quite comfortably as I said Fleetwood two wins in the last three under Craney unbeaten in four of the last six are Fleetwood the best team in the league no are Shrewsbury the worst team away in the league almost yeah Definitely. I like it. I like it. So any more from League One for you or shall we move to League Two? League Two. And I'll be honest with you, I've only got one. So I don't know if you want to kick us off and, and sandwich me well, in the middle. I've got one. So well, <laughs> let's hope it's not the same one. Well, COVID for one has yeah, kind yeah, of that's true. ripped through this league. Um, out of the 12 games you'd usually expect, we've got six left. Um, I like Mansfield. Who do you like? Mansfield. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, get away. Mansfield are priced at 1.98 to get a win at home to Hartlepool. Uh, they've got four wins on the bounce. They've kind of moved up the league really nicely after a, a kind of tough August, September, October. Since then, November time, they've really started to move up the leagues, move up the places, sorry. Uh, four wins on the bounce, eight wins in the last nine across all competitions. Um and I just think the form they're on, the upwards trajectory that they're on, they're going to have too much for a Hartlepool side 
who have generally struggled, uh, particularly away from home. Hartlepool have uh, lost five of the last six away games. Uh, any more you want to add to this? Oh, because yeah. I'm running dry. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hartlepool, Tom, you can go a lot further when you're talking about their away record. It's the worst in the league. Well, there we go. Their bottom. <laughs> uh, four points from 10 games. Uh, the Stags have won their last five at home in a row. Uh, Mansfield third in the last eight games league table. Uh, and yeah, it's it's looking it's looking like Mansfield will be able to lean on that home form against Hartlepool's horrific away form. But mm. I just wanted to add one thing in, Tom. Did you know Hartlepool have the worst away record in the league and the best home record in the league. Talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Bloody hell. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realise they had the best home record. The best home record in the league. Forget wow. Forest Green, forget Exeter. Whoever you want, Hartlepool are top and bottom of the away. So if they could find some kind of away form, they're going to be in the playoff picture for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah but on the road, they're struggling in Mansfield. Uh, field Mill, as I used to know it. Five home wins in a row. So, should be a good stag party on Boxing Day. Really funny. Lads. <laughs> okay, then. Well, that wraps up all of the tips for this weekend. So, let's recap last week's Bomb Proof Trebles, shall we? And uh, yeah. give you this week's Bomb Proof Trebles. Yeah. Well, mine was a Bomb Proof double. Mm. Uh, so, the Villa Burnley game that I picked uh, was postponed. Uh, I had the Friday night game. I got shouted at on Twitter by multiple accounts. Uh, yeah. I did pick West Brom away at Barnsley and right. turns out shouldn't have done it because West Brom drew nil-nil. So my bet was done before it even made Saturday. I did pick Blackburn to beat Birmingham. They won 4-0. So I give myself maybe 1% credit for that tip. But yeah, the West Brom one wasn't great and... Similar story with you, really, Tom. Mm, yeah, Mars more of a bomb-proof disaster than a bomb-proof <laughs> uh, Yeah, I had Forrest to beat Hull. They did so 2-1. I also had Charlton on the double chance away at Plymouth. Uh, Charlton gave Johnny Jackson the job before this game, and he subsequently went and lost. So thanks for that one, Johnny. And then finally, Newport and Rochdale had that both teams to score in League 2, and Rochdale won 2-0. Yeah, so not the best, but we're hoping to put uh, some cash back in your pocket after Christmas. Mm. Nice little boost. Um, so, yeah, if you're new to the show, this is where me and Tommy travels for this week. Uh, we really want to hammer home the gamble responsibly message, uh, especially after Christmas. You know, funds are tight for a lot of people. It doesn't matter if you put a quid on 50p, 20p. Uh, gambling is supposed to be fun so please let's keep it that way stick within your limits uh, me and Tom will read out our tips based on £10 stakes we're in a fortunate position where we can afford to lose £10 a week um, but yeah we want you guys to stay within your limits and gamble responsibly so Tom uh, I will let you go first my friend with, with your treble if you would like yeah so my treble this weekend we're going to start with Possible price of the weekend in Blackburn, away at Hull, priced at 2.14. Forest on the double chance against Middlesbrough, they're priced at 1.7. 
And finally, Wigan away at crew, priced at 1.58. And £10 example stake on that, pays 64.46. Lovely, lovely. Now, obviously, the Forest game is the one that scares me somewhat. And the Blackburn game, for some reason, is obviously the one that's bringing home the uh, the returns. Mm. So, uh, yeah, a little, little bit of an odd, odd treble there, Tom. But I'm pretty confident. I think Forest can get a draw, and then Blackburn and Wigan, I'm pretty confident, uh, will be able to get wins. So, good luck. Thank you. Uh, for myself, we'll start off in the Premier League. We're going to go for Arsenal. They're away at Norwich City. They're priced at 1.46. Then we're going to drop into League One. Uh, we're going to take Fleetwood at home, Shrewsbury Town, 2.44. And then we're going to round it off with a stag party, Mansfield, at home against Hartlepool. 1.98 for the yellows, 7. Point, uh, sorry, the returns, 70 54. Yeah, that's nice. I think yeah. that treble is probably better than my treble and it pays more. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. Yeah, the, the Fleetwood like price is pretty big, 2.44. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, if the fact that Fleetwood aren't actually that good comes into it, but uh. Shrewsbury are rubbish. So yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a it's a good treble. Um, so hopefully we'll win at least one. Maybe even fingers crossed we can get the double Boxing Day special. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's hope. So good luck to anybody who does decide to back those trebles or any kind of combination of them or or any of the tips that you've taken from the show. Um, shall we have a quick look at fantasy football? This is become a disaster it was a disaster anyway actually it's a, it's a complete um, and utter mess now it's even more of a mess because of covid uh, <laughs> yeah let me have a look at who's doing well here um, all, all i know is i got a notification the other day to say that i got a green arrow so i was oh. honestly absolutely buzzing because first time you've seen that all season yeah they, they honestly come around as much as christmas to be honest <laughs> with you so right yeah that's pretty so, happy we have a new leader at the top of the league. Um, so going from 10 to 1, we have got uh, Warren Torch at 10, followed by Bob Bailey, David Brown, Nathan Brunskill, Oliver Hogburn, uh, Ahab Pequod, Chris Hindle, Luke Stevens, Chantel Crookshanks, and Sam Barnard with Keane's Diamond Chef is top of the league now. So congratulations, Sam. You are Christmas... Christmas number one. Christmas number one. Christmas number one. That's loads better. Yeah, Christmas number one. A little music cross-reference there. But yeah, uh, if you want to join our fancy league, uh, you can get the code from myself on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Uh, please give us a follow, number one. And number two, if you want the league code, send us a DM. You'll join at your rightful position. And yeah, uh, just to reiterate, for anyone that wants to follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast, uh, final little plug for the Twitter account. It's going to be a quick turnaround for the games kind of sandwiched between Boxing Day and New Year's Day. We are not going to be doing a podcast, but we will be putting out Twitter tips. So the yeah. only way to get our tips for those games will be uh, to go onto our Twitter page. So T underscore fb podcast yeah and if you have enjoyed the show guys we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us uh, a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts um 
Do you know, Tom, we've not had a review on the UK Apple Podcasts since 17th of March. Bloody hell. There must be one person still listening at the end that feels sorry for us and decides that they're going to spend 10 seconds giving us five stars. Surely one person. Yeah, yeah. Make our Christmas. Please. We're begging you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so please do take the time to rate and review if you you have enjoyed the pod. And uh, lastly, thanks again to our sponsors at matchbook.com. Take advantage of the improved uh, money backers cash £20 sign-up offer uh, using the code TFB podcast uh, at the registration stage. We will see you or speak to you next year. Wow. Yes, we will. So have a great Christmas, everybody. Uh, please do get in touch, as, as you always do, with the bets you've got on for Boxing Day. We want to see your bet slips pre-match, your winners, etc., etc. So, yeah, have a great Christmas, a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2022.